Hey guys, welcome back to the For The Girl podcast. On today's episode, we are talking to the girl who wants influence. Maybe you feel like you've just been wasting your time on Instagram and you're ready to stop doing that and to start using your influence for good and to start noticing the Holy Spirit at work in your lives. Well, this episode is for you. Get ready for an awesome conversation about how to use social media for good. Welcome to the For The Girl podcast. Join best friends Mackenzie Wilson and Mackenzie Baker from Delight Ministries as they talk about all things relationships, faith, and, well, girls. This podcast is for the girl expectant for her future, for the girl who is ready to grow, and for the girl who needs some honest answers. Get ready, because this is for you. Hey guys, Mac and Ken's, we're back, we're back. I am so ready for our Mac and Ken's mess up this week. Mac and Ken's mess up. Oh my gosh, it's a pretty good one. And I'm so ready for it because we're sitting here in our office. Yeah. And I'm staring at a big blank wall, which is just like the remembrance of this mess up. Yes. Yes. So... First, let's just start by telling them about our decorating tactic. Okay, yes. So how many months ago? Okay, here's this backstory. Ken's and I, um, several years ago, used to, our very first office was this like warehouse space that was just, I mean, we thought it was the greatest office ever. But honestly, looking back, it was pretty terrible. It had no windows. It was like dirt floor, basically. Like there was a printer above us. And like when you were on phone calls, you could not hear a thing. It made a really loud chugging noise. Yeah, really yeah. loud like chugging noise. Like a train noise. above yeah. you. It was not great. So we loved it though. And it was awesome and great for our beginnings. But then we moved into a beautiful new office that had windows, hardwood floor like natural light, all the things. And for the first time, we were able to have our own offices. And we were so excited about this. We thought this is going to be the best thing ever. So we had our own offices. It was great. But then we decided to come back together to reunite in one space. Yes. So about 10 months ago, maybe 10 months ago, not even that long. Yeah. 10 months ago, mm-hmm. we decided to combine offices again. And, um, when Ken's and I like decide to do something, we pretty much go all in immediately and like we cannot stop until <laughs> it's like completely done. So pretty much it was a matter of being like, hey, Mac, I like go into her little office. I'm like, I'm kind of over this like two office thing. Let's like move into the bigger space. Let's do that. And it's not like usually people would be like, yeah, let's do that soon. We'll make that move soon. It was like, no, like. Today, like put down what what you're you're doing doing. (laughs) and we're both on the same page and we're like, totally, let's do this. So we proceed, but it doesn't take us very long. No. And I'm like, if you put me on a creative task, like I love that kind of stuff. I'm like, okay, great. I like get this vision in my head. I'm like, cool. We're going to do pink, but a little bit of boho. Like, I mean, I I I think I ordered everything within 24 hours, maybe. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And I trust her. So, I mean, more in any area 
more than any area I trust her in this yeah, one. For yeah. For sure. Decorating is her thing. And the best part was in order to fund the redecoration of our office, we were like selling things on Craigslist, like all sorts of stuff. So we've got this tight budget that we're working with to redecorate our office. And in, this is all happening in one day. One day. And in our minds, we thought we need wallpaper. We need wallpaper in our office. Now, mind you, we rent an office. So we were like, we will get the new super cool peel and stick wallpaper that like doesn't damage the walls. And we're like, I'm looking on all these websites, looking for the perfect design. I mean, I spent hours on wallpaper websites and I finally come across the most perfect wallpaper pink palm leaves it was pretty good like I don't even really care what the office looks like but I started to care because of this wallpaper I was like oh my gosh wait this is cool like and this is gonna be so good I just pictured the Instagram we were gonna post about our new office decor and like how everybody who visited us would want like a picture in front of the wallpaper Uh, like it would have been good it was gonna be amazing and so I find this pink wallpaper turns out you have to custom order it like you've got to measure your wall perfectly I measured the wall like 15 times, all this stuff, ordered the wallpaper. It takes like a month to deliver because it was custom printed, custom printed wallpaper. (laughs) It takes about a month to deliver. It shows up one day. We're like, we open our wallpaper. We're like, this is the most beautiful wallpaper. Oh my gosh. I love it. And then we get on tackle the app where you can like, you know, people come help you put up things. And I was like, this is because we wanted it to look really good. So yes. we were like, let's hire somebody. So anyways, this guy comes over with his toolkit. You know, the poor guy, he took an hour out of his day to come help us. Well, he wasn't a poor guy until he was a poor guy when he found out that the wallpaper, it was only like a six inch, inch strip of paper. <laughs> Was it? <laughs> yes. The wall. Here's the issue. The wallpaper was not peel and stick. I ordered classic oh, wallpaper. Oh, sorry. I thought oh, we were we misunderstood no. the issue. <laughs> Ken doesn't even know. She thought it was like no, no, no. The oh. problem was that I ordered classic wallpaper instead of peel and stick. So here we are, ten months later, and we've got two rolls of custom wallpaper that's oh sitting in the gosh. corner. Yes. And we can't put it up because but the thing is, is like Mac and I can get really excited about something and be amped about it, but then if it like doesn't work out, it's just like whatever. Yeah. It just is like, you know, like you win some, you lose some. We're really good <laughs> at getting over things. So truly haven't really thought about the mm-hmm. wallpaper. Mm-hmm. I'm not yeah. blaming anybody. Yeah. It's it's all good. It happens a lot to us. People are like, what was that thing you were so excited and amped about? Like, how did it go? And Ken's and I are always looking at each other and we're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that didn't happen. That didn't work <laughs> out too well. And it's like, but we forgot about it months ago. So, yes, yeah. I guess that means we like wipe things under the rug. Yeah, so it's OK. Though. It's <laughs> Rest in peace, it. pink palm wallpaper. We will forever miss you. Love. Maybe one day we'll have an one office day. that we can put it up. Or in. if anybody wants to like surprise us, surprise delivery with the peel and stick. Ooh, yeah. best gift ever. Yep. Okay, that was Mac and Ken's mess up. By the way, we are loving your things that you're tagging us on Instagram with all of your funny mess ups. I saw one this week that I was dying over. Like I was dying. (laughs) I can't wait to see more. Honestly, they're the highlights of our day. So please send them in. Yes, keep tagging us on Instagram with the ways. No reason other than pure humor. Yes, keep tagging us on Instagram with your cringy most awkward horrible moments we love seeing how you guys mess up too 
Well, yay. Okay. Well, we are excited. This um, episode is going to be all about the girl who wants influence and how to stop wasting your time on social media. And just to sum it all up, we really think that social media can be used for something amazing, that you can have a huge influence through it. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it can also be a huge waste of time and really a big bummer. So yeah. Yeah. we've learned this from personal experience and we're going to kick it off with a little story. Yeah. So this all truly comes from kind of just our experience over the last several months. Um, so just to give you a background, my role here at Delight is all things creative, all things marketing, all things branding. And I have always run the Delight social media. Like from day one, I have run the social media. Every now and again, Ken's will be like, let me post an Instagram. And she spends hours working on it. And then it's like, Cool, Ken. Good takes job. Me so long. <laughs> I will say, I'll never forget this. At the very beginning of Delight, you said that you were never ever gonna let yeah. anybody touch Instagram. I you did. like wanted it to be your baby forever. But I did. I we sit here today, and I'm like somebody. <laughs> I passed it off. She <laughs> passed it off. Yeah, yeah. That's I did for years and years. I thought no, like I always want to be the one to run social media. I was like really passionate about it. Honestly, I saw God move in a lot of ways through it. Like yeah. I really believe in, in the power of what God can do through it. And honestly, the power of branding and all of that stuff, like, but that's for another episode, but <laughs> I loved it. And so for me, Social media was half work. It was truly work and like answering messages and posting things and being interactive and all of those things. But then also half like personal, you know, I loved to be on my own social media. I loved to post things. I loved to um, stalk people on Instagram, all the things. And I feel like I didn't feel different than anybody else in the world. I felt like it's kind of just normal in our society today. It's normal in our culture today just to like check your phone every five minutes. Like it's so normal. Everybody does it. Like you go to dinner with people and like you have to kind of like wait for them to stop looking at their phone to pay attention to you again. And it's just like how we're all used to. And so for me, um, after... The beginning of this year, you know, we had a crazy beginning of the year. We had for the girl tour. And then um, I had a bunch of like retreats that I went on and all of these things. And I remember getting to the end of all this and I just felt so exhausted. Like I literally could not wait for one weekend at home where I could just like sit there and like reflect and, you know, just really like pause and rest. And so I get done with all this crazy travel season and I'm home and I'm resting. And pretty much what I find is that Instead of resting, I was literally sitting on my phone for hours a day, scrolling, scrolling. You know, like when you checked Instagram five minutes ago and then you find yourself back on it five minutes later and nothing is new, yet you're still scrolling. <laughs> Trying to like refresh it. At least yeah. One more photo. One at more the top thing of the to feed. look at. Yeah, exactly. I was scrolling. Honestly, I was like watching all the TV shows, like, binging Netflix shows, all the things. And I just like remember getting to the end of that month that I thought was going to be such a restful month and just feeling like even more exhausted. And um, it really hit me one day when I was in church on a Sunday morning and um, 
God really knows what he's doing because I don't know when y'all's screen reports come in, but you know that on um, iPhones, they give you screen reports now. Do yours work? Yeah. Does yours, do yours come uh, in on Sunday mornings? I don't know that I have mine like notified on. Or okay. Maybe I should. Well, mine come through every Sunday morning at about like... 9 30 a.m which is happens to be when i'm sitting in church <laughs> and you know you glance at your phone during church and the screen report pops up and it says like your yeah. average time spent on social Shoot. on your phone Conviction. and i literally sat there and it was like six hours and i was like and that's six hours a day let's do the math yeah. six times seven <laughs> is 24 <laughs> 42 42 <laughs> <laughs> Six times seven is 42. We're really good at math over here. Oh, my god! 42 hours a week. Oh, wow. How did you feel in that moment? Honestly, I felt honestly pretty, like, disgusting. I was like, and honestly, like, I, I'm i sure I've had weeks that were worse than six hours. Yeah. And so I remember just sitting there and I was like, okay, this is not okay. Like, I just gave 42 hours of my week to honestly nothing. Honestly, nothing like 42 hours of my week to scrolling and like looking for validation, looking for something to fulfill me. And honestly, I was like, they're still feeling exhausted. And so that kind of led me into just like a time of prayer and reflection and like really sitting with the Lord and being like, Lord, like what is going on here? Like, why am I wasting so much time on this? And I kind of came to the realization that I was using social media to numb a lot of the things in my life that I didn't want to deal with. Like Mm -hmm. there was a lot of like emotions. There was a lot of like hurt. There was a lot of anxiety. There was a lot of all these things that were inside of me that rather than like dealing with and rather than waking up every morning and taking them to the feet of Jesus, I was just numbing by scrolling. Mm -hmm. I was numbing by watching Netflix. I was numbing Mm -hmm. by doing all these things and I was making it by, like I was getting through but I wasn't thriving. Like I wasn't experiencing the highs because I wasn't willing to experience the lows. And so it just really led me to this time where I came into Ken's and I was like, Ken's, I'm quitting social media for a long time. I was like, I'm quitting for three months. I was like, I can't, I need to like just do an overhaul because I've tried to do like mini social media fast for like a day or like a week. And like, I end up back on my phone in like 10 minutes. (laughs) And so I was like, I really need to like quit. I need to walk away. Like I need to like pass off the delight social media. Like I need to do it all. Like I need that to happen. And so, um, I said, I want to quit for three months. And then she was like, well, I want to do it with you. (laughs) Such a good friend. (laughs) Were you doing it just to be a good friend or? (laughs) I was just like, you know, me too. No, really though. I have really always wanted to, I'm the same way. I've done like a lot of mini, like, fast because I've never really felt good I don't think anybody can say that they like feel super good about being on social media yeah um and I've tried a lot of mini fast from it and it never works so I was pretty pumped to do like and it's kind of helps to have a partner in crime yeah we like literally swapped each other's passwords and everything yes we sat in our office and we gave each other each other's phones and we changed each other's passwords and so like we couldn't even log on to our personal social medias without like each other first logging us in and so we decided to quit we quit may 1st and took three months away from social media and it was hard at moments it was honestly 
way easier than I thought. I, we learned so much through it. And um, I think it was just like taking that break, stepping away that God began to just speak a lot of perspective and honestly allowed me to start really like walking through things and start noticing things and um, just gave a lot more room for God's voice in my life. And so we want to share just some of the things that we took away from our three month social media fast. Yes, it's been fun because we've gotten to talk about the experience together. Um, and yeah, like she said, honestly, and I feel like you, if you talk to most people who take a social media fast, it's like not that hard. It's yeah. actually pretty easy. Like the first couple of days you're like, whoa, weirdly something's missing, but it's not like you feel less fulfilled or something. Like of course you honestly feel way more fulfilled, way more free, way more time. So, but anyways, it was fun to just like talk through it together and through it all. We, um, pulled away a few things that we want to share with you guys and hopefully it inspires you. Um, to use your social media better. We're not going to sit here and be like, we hate, social yeah, media. we hate social media. We hate Instagram. Because Honestly, that's before, not true. before the fast, I maybe would have had more of that perspective, but I think we've learned a lot since yeah, then. And I, I think, think so there's too. just a lot of good. And so hopefully it inspires you, but also encourages you to maybe take a break too um, yeah. and give it some time. So yeah. anyways, the first thing... Um, that we took away is honestly just how much time we are wasting. It is so crazy the amount of people and friends and even myself that I've come across and they're just like, I'm so busy. I'm like, you want to do this with me? Or you, you know, there's this new opportunity to do this. Or, you know, you could plug into this small group or serve at church in this way. And everybody's like, I'm too busy. I'm just too busy. Um, and in reality, really what's happening is you're just letting social media take a lot of that space. And when you get rid of it, you literally have two or three more hours in your day. Um, and you can use it for so many better ways. It's just been so crazy to, to see, um, the space that you have available in your day to day. Um, and there's been like, you know, some people I could sit here and be like, yeah, every hour that I wasn't on social media, I read my Bible and I got on my knees. <laughs> we wish, <laughs> uh, didn't happen. Honestly, we both joke that we've never, okay. We took a break from Instagram because. Instagram was the biggest problem for us and we didn't take a break from Facebook. We both laughed that we've <laughs> never read so many Facebook articles in our life. We've never been on Slack more in our life. I've weirdly picked up a little bit of a Pinterest habit lately. So we weren't perfect by any means, yeah. but like, you know, we did a lot of better things with our time. Yeah, for sure. You can only read so many Facebook articles. You can only <laughs> read so many Facebook articles. Um, it's pretty funny. I'm like so in tune with like the happening, even the news these days. It's, it's pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, I think like, yes, of course, you have more space for like time with Jesus. Like, and that has been really cool. I've definitely never like talked so much to the Lord and yeah. read in-depth like scripture it's been awesome but honestly like which I just want to hopefully encourage you is honestly getting away from social media that like allows you to just have time to like invest in your friends more and mm -hmm. I went for 
a lot of walks, which is really good for me. I often mm-hmm. like fill my time with just like either social media or a lot of people or whatnot, mm-hmm. but it was really cool to be able to just decompress after a busy day, go for a walk and just think and reflect. Um, there's so much growth that happened through that process of thinking and reflecting, like literally looking into my day and being like, wow, I wish I would have done this better or whatever it was. And just leaving like some time available to process stuff was like really, really helpful for me. Um, And yeah, it's just fun things. Like I love to bake cookies and I did that more often or um, go for a longer run or call a friend. Like there's so many ways that you can use your time better. Yeah, it's so true. And I think I just really felt that like over the last couple months, I remember the beginning being like, okay, I need to find some new hobbies or something because I mean honestly Instagram is probably was one of my biggest hobbies and um and it wasn't like that I was like suddenly had all the hours in the day but I think if anything I just slowed down and um started to do the things like I had a whole list of things like I've always wanted to do that I you know you just never get around to like reading that book that's been sitting on your nightstand or hanging out with that friend you know you know that friend that you've like said let's get coffee for three months in a row and you haven't done it yet, suddenly I was like, oh my gosh, I can get coffee with these people. And like, mm-hmm. I can stop lying to myself saying I'm so busy because in reality, if I still have three hours a day to scroll on Instagram, then I'm not quite that busy. True. And so I started just looking at saying like, how I don't want to look at my life and think, oh, I don't get to do this anymore. I want to look at my life now and think, oh, I get to do this now mm-hmm. because I'm choosing to lay this thing down. Mm-hmm. And so it allowed me to get to get coffee with that girl that I've been meaning to get coffee with, to take my dogs for longer walks, honestly, to sit and to stare. We don't sit and stare long enough. (laughs) Like sometimes we just need to sit and stare and pause and stop and go, I don't need to be doing something productive right now. Like I just need to stop. And I think that was really, really cool for me is to stop wasting my time scrolling, stop wasting my time trying to impress people by showing people what I'm doing on social media. Just like be, be for myself and be for like what the world around me needs in that moment. And that was really cool. It allowed me to be more focused at work. It allowed me to be more focused with my friends. Like so much fruit came from simply just not filling my time with so much social media, which was awesome and amazing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Okay. The next biggest thing that I kind of want to move on to, and I think this is the, this is like the hardest one. It's not that hard to say, because I think we literally are all in the same boat, but this is the thing that surprised me the most. Like, yeah, something within me that I didn't think I struggled with that like, yeah, for real. The first weekend I was like, yes, because if you look at our social media, like we're never really like, yeah. Cutesy pic of me Me in my bathing suit. In my bikini. (laughs) Like that's not really how we use our social media. So it was surprising that this was still a thing. But yeah, this next thing is that we truly, all of us, only post for attention. Like you only post on Instagram for attention and you don't realize that you are doing this until you are off of social media and there's no way for you to get attention. And like way. there yep. are plenty of moments <laughs> where I was like in a fun situation or in at a cool place or inspired by something or I don't know, whatever it was, I wanted to post about it. And 
I just wanted to let people know, I guess, what I was doing. I'm cool and and I matter and like I'm doing something impressive. Even if it wasn't like a bikini pic, I think we all are posting to get compliments or noticed. Yeah. You know, one of the biggest things that I realize (laughs) while doing this is that I so often use my social media in a really manipulative way to get attention of certain people. Like there's somebody in my life that I want to see me in a certain light or there's somebody in my life that I want them to notice me or something. Mm -hmm. And so like, you know, I mean, we've all done it. You post something to scheme and like, I'm all about the scheme sometimes. Scheming is fun. But I will say like there were so many moments where I was lonely or I was like feeling down on myself and I had the urge or the need to be like, oh, well, if I post this, then like this person would probably message me and then like I would get their attention and then I would feel better about myself. And it was the realization of going, oh, that's just not an option. Yeah. (laughs) So I have to look for other ways to like feel validated and to feel yeah all those things and I started instead turning to like healthy things yeah because I realized I think when we catch ourselves in a moment where like we really need attention and we want to turn to social media I think we actually have two alternatives number one either like the person that you're wanting their attention, why not just go talk to them? Like why not just like actually like give them a call? shoot them a text I don't know something like why are we so manipulative with people like trying to get their attention in certain ways I've done it a million times I actually like always are trying to get my friends to do it and I'm learning I'm being convicted in the moment honestly right now about this (laughs) Um, but yeah like why don't we just like be real humans and actually go talk to the people that we want to talk to or number two like maybe we don't need their attention like maybe we have really bad intentions behind it and that attention is just a quick fix it's gonna leave us feeling lonelier or more empty in the morning morning. And I think when you don't have that option, you stop and you have a hard truth to yourself about like your intentions behind what you're posting and what you're doing. Mm. And then you can go, okay, there's a deeper issue here. And me posting a cool Instagram story isn't going to fix it. Like I actually need to deal with this. And that's what I found during my fast is that like I talked about the numbing, like I was able to stop doing that and to dig deeper and to like recognize the root and to really start dealing with those things that I had kind of just shoved under the rug for so long. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's so true. I think it's like, especially when we're just quickly talking about boys and stuff, like yeah. if you're posting on Instagram for a guy's attention, like just don't post it. Like if you want him to notice you, he should notice you beyond social media. So it's probably not the right guy or at least wait for a good guy to reach out to you in a good way. Yeah. So that's for sure. And or yeah. go up and talk to him. Like we, we forget that. Like I seriously, I'm learning this lesson. Like, you know what yeah, I mean? Like for sure. why do we, I were so, I'm, I've done it a million times. So like I'm just as convicted too, but I I think that, that there's something so cool. Like we can't keep feeding the monster. Like at some point we have to start like doing something different. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that that's one way that we can kind of start to like not follow culture and the way culture is going with like this, like online dating world. And like, let's like do it differently. Yeah, totally. Speaking of to what you were mentioning about, like getting a, tension Mm -hmm. um and having to like address the thing head on instead since you don't have that as an outlet I was reading an article recently that talked about running a marathon and 
you, if somebody's training for a marathon, you know, we probably see this on our social media all the time. They're like posting in their like running shoes, their yeah. Nikes. They're like, oh yeah, just training. You post five a screenshot down. of your my your like Nike run app or whatever. Oh, for sure, <laughs> for sure. And anyways, the same amount of endorphins that are released when posting that photo is the same amount of endorphins released when you finish running a marathon. No way. Yeah, of just. The act of posting, the validation you get just from letting people know what you're doing is the same that you feel after, after running a marathon, after accomplishing something. That's insane. Which goes to say wow. that like it's so much harder. Like when you don't have social media there, you just got to train and you're just doing yeah. it and you're just doing it on your own. You're working hard. You're Whoa. nobody sees. You're just experiencing. And you're con- but social media, I believe, hinders us from like from doing, doing the things, hard stuff. like doing yeah. the hard stuff. It only, it's like getting us, giving us validation before we actually should receive yeah. validation. Yeah. So. That's so good. Anyways, I was, it makes me think real fast. I was like, um, a weekend of the social media fast, like a weekend. I was like, Oh yeah, we're just a weekend, whatever, doing my thing. And, um, I, went to dinner with a bunch of friends, went home and I get home and I just feel this like deep sense of loneliness. It's like deep sense of unsettledness. Like there's so much change happening in the world around me. Like my roommate that I've lived with the last four years just got married. And so she was moving out. All this stuff was happening. And I went home to literally an empty apartment and I felt so alone. And I realized in that moment, all I wanted to do was like get on my phone. And like I said, scroll, like I just wanted Mm -hmm. to not feel it. Yeah. But instead, I like picked up the phone and called a friend and it took me a second to like be like, hey, like I'm not okay, you know, like Mm. it was really hard to do, but it was so cool because like after a while, they fi- we finally broke through. And I was like, okay, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. And I was crying, which we all know I hate to cry. And um, they came and picked me up. And like we went and got, you know, like McDonald's french fries and cookies and like drove around and really talked it out. And it was so hard. Like honestly, that the feeling of having to step into that felt so hard. But then like the result, the outcome mm-hmm. of it was so good and freeing. Like yeah. it was that first step towards like, healing is that first yeah. step towards that you being, wouldn't have experienced that I wouldn't have if taken yeah you literally wouldn't have experienced that whole thing I would if have you just had your it. Instagram yeah I would have just posted so on Instagram crazy. best night ever and gone on with life yeah because so. you would have felt more validated before that yeah that's yeah. crazy I think that um one other thing that I've learned through this whole social media fast that's been like honestly the coolest thing that like it kind yeah. of is the one thing that makes me never want to get back on social media. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But it's simply the thing that I have been so much more sensitive to the spirit. I think both of you and I have really felt this. Like when you don't fill up every ounce of your day with something, suddenly you leave room for God to work and to move. You feel more conviction. Like you notice areas where like maybe you're falling short and you have room to grow in. You walk away from like stuff that happens in your life and you start to actually process it. Like you walk away from a hard conversation and instead of just like, you know, getting on social media or turning on a Netflix show, you 
actually think about it and you actually think, Hey, where did I maybe like not put on the fullness of Christ? Like, where could I have like done better or Mm -hmm. God, how are you speaking? Or, Hey, I have Mm -hmm. this friend of mine who's really struggling and God, like, what do you want to say to her through me? Mm -hmm. Um, I had so many more moments, like honestly, over the last three months, I've seen way more supernatural things start to happen Mm -hmm. in my life. And I think they were probably always happening. I just wasn't aware. I wasn't sensitive to them. I wasn't like noticing them. Yeah. And so I think one of the coolest things of like not putting social media as high on our list is when we actually put God higher on our list because we give him more time and we give him more of our attention. Yeah. We become just closer to his spirit and more in tune to what he's doing. And it's been so cool just, I think, to see that in both of us and how that's affecting our friendship, how that's affecting delight, how that's affecting, honestly, the people around us. It's been Mm -hmm. really, really cool. Yeah, definitely. I think the last three months I've probably grown just and matured more spiritually and personally than I have in a long time. Um, It has put so much more intention in these last three months and it's because of that. It's because of I've left space to reflect. It's just like honestly as simple as leaving space to reflect. Mm-hmm. Just like you were saying after hard conversations and hard moments um, and just like facing them and working through them and noticing the places you've messed up and not numbing it. And gosh, yeah, you're just leaving so much more space for the Holy Spirit to speak to you. And that is something now that we have social media back that I'm like way more attentive to making sure that it's not getting away, that I can still walk away from a really hard meeting or a really hard day and embrace that for a second and process it for a second before getting on Instagram, if I should really even be getting on Instagram at all, you know? So just so much more discipline in that because of of like how much I've seen and heard the Holy Spirit better these last three months. Yeah, that's so good. Do you have any moments that you feel like you would have missed if you hadn't uh, like truly, if you, if you know, if you would have been on social media that you maybe would have missed putting on the spot? Wow, you really are putting me on the spot. Um, Yeah, definitely. Um, We are in a big transitional period with, delight or we have been um we recently hired people which it was mac and i for a long time so i could like (laughs) just screw up with mac and be like whatever she's fine but now we have more people on staff and yeah managing people has been hard Mm -hmm. hard for for me for both of us yeah and there have been a lot of moments throughout the summer where I'm trying to think of one in particular. I feel like they were all kind of encompassed in like this whole leaving the office and being like, I should have said this differently mm-hmm. or I should have handled this conversation differently. Yeah. Um, I don't know about, I mean, literally there was like seriously many meetings where I walked away and could have numbed it, but instead worked through it. And I mm-hmm. think I've become a better boss and a better manager, yeah. not because I've like learned practical ways to be better manager, leader. I listen to more podcasts. I listen I to more podcasts yeah. <laughs> uh, or I read something on my Instagram yeah. that made me better, but actually walked away from those conversations being like, okay, Holy Spirit, what do you have to teach me in this? Like, this feels mm-hmm. hard. I feel like I'm messing up. I feel like I'm a horrible leader. Like, 
and just being honest about that and facing the reality of like yeah. feeling like you suck and that I messed up. But then the Holy Spirit just like not only not just being like, no, you did fine, but teaching me through yeah. that. So, so good. And again, yeah. it's not the easy route, but wow, no, is it like the far sure. better route? Yeah, so good. Definitely. Okay, that leads us to um, kind of the the end of this conversation and something that like we are still really trying to figure out because honestly, midway through the fast, I was like, I remember being like having conversations with other people. I'm like, I'm never going back to social media, like quitting this forever. Like this social media is dumbest thing ever. Like I hate it, you know, <laughs> just being like, like the pendulum swung way to the other side. Yeah. Um, and then like realizing like, no, like there has to be a healthy way. There has to be a God honoring way mm-hmm. to step into social media. Um, like I think, often as Christians, like whatever's happening in culture, like we kind of want to do the opposite. But I think that there's this beautiful thing when we as like believers are willing to meet culture and to like really speak truth and life into it. Mm. Um, We can't just run away from it. I heard this uh, quote the other day that I thought was so good. And it says, uh, the places that we don't occupy, the enemy will. And Mm. so if I just like ran away from social media and was like, nope, nothing to do with that. Like I'm out of that. Like the enemy would occupy that. Like the enemy would like maybe be breathing comparison and breathing like um, insecurity and all this stuff into, which clearly is happening on social media. Mm -hmm. And so what I think is like, there's gotta be an army of people who stand up and say like, no, social media is gonna be different. Like we're gonna win it back for the kingdom. Like we're gonna breathe life into it. We're gonna breathe goodness. Um, Like everything that the enemy's breathing into it that's negative, like let's counteract that with like the positive versions of that so where there's comparison we're going to celebrate where there is insecurity like we're going to speak boldness like all these different things and so yeah I'm really trying and I feel like you're trying we're really trying like how do we do this and I feel like we don't have it perfect yet I'm like I'm like honestly I feel like I'm walking on eggshells a little bit with it but I feel like that we're trying to really step into that and there's a couple of things that Um, I think are really making a difference. I think the first for me is truly setting like you got to have boundaries with it and like set those time limits on iPhones. You can set time limits. And like I used to ignore them when I had them, but now I'm like sticking to them. Like I am not going to waste more than 15 minutes a day on my Instagram. And (laughs) I'm also trying to not see it as wasting time, but how can I use that 15 minutes like for really purposeful time. And so that's just like one little thing I'm trying, not perfect at it, but like really trying to like honor those boundaries, set the boundaries and keep them. Yeah, for sure. Um, I know one thing for me, it's really helpful to just not, like you can kind of have one way communication over Instagram. Like I don't need to be like actively on it. Like I can be posting just to like do that for maybe delight or for, you know, for for people, my family, friends or whatever, but then I don't need to like be actively on it all the time. Yeah. You don't have to check the response. Yeah. Always. One way communication is totally fine. Um, and what else? I think one thing that we have been talking a lot about and one thing that I want to kind of challenge the delight community to is every time you're posting, asking yourself some really big questions. Yeah. Um, when you post something like 
first off, hard truth yourself. Like what is your intention behind posting that? Like ask yourself the question is what I'm posting right now. Is it going to cause other people to compare themselves to me? Like is what I'm posting uplifting other people is what I'm posting fruitful Mm. is what I'm posting a direct attempt to try to manipulate someone else to do something that I want them to do. Like if you can sit there and answer these questions and it's fruitful and it's good and it's not causing people to compare, then like post it, go for it, do it. Yes. Put it out into the world and leave it, you know, like let it be what it needs to be. But if it's something that is like negative causing people to compare, if you're literally trying to manipulate someone else to write your posting, like don't post it. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Don't post it. Like it's not worth your time. It's not worth hindering other people and like their own journeys and their own walks. And like that is dang hard. I wish it was easier. I wish I could post this pic that like, man, I'm looking good in, you know, like <laughs> what? But sometimes yeah. I need to just see that like maybe there's a bigger way that I can be using my social media for good. Yeah. Um, and for me, using my social media for good also doesn't mean that I'm just going to post Jesus things right and left and right and left because honestly that feeds a little bit of like my own like need for (laughs) feeling wise and like Jesus centered you know what I mean so like I have to be really honest with myself about why I'm posting things am I looking for attention or validation or am I posting this because like it's really gonna do good in this world. Yeah. Yeah. I think you really do have to ask yourself, not just one, but like two questions before you post it. Like you got to ask yourself multiple things because it's, it's tricky. Like you could literally post just a cute picture of you smiling and be like, Oh my gosh, it's just like, you know, I look full of joy. It's all good. (laughs) Choose joy. (laughs) Choose joy. But like, no, like maybe somebody's comparing to you. Like, is it really fruitful? And Gosh, like, I don't know. We talk so negatively about like generations under us and the impact media is going to have on them. But like, what if we just start to step into a change and like use it for good? Like, you know, if all thousands of people listening to this started to change the way they post on social media, that would influence people under them, above them, around them. Mm -hmm. That's a thousand more. Like it starts here and it starts now. And I think we can step into that. Um, I really think it can be used for good. I was listening to a sermon recently and it talked about how influencers are leading us these days. And we like to think that like our pastors are leading us or our friends are leading us or our mom and dad are leading us. But no, what's really leading us are like influencers on media because that's what we're seeing all the other the shows times. that we're watching the shows Those top 20 people that show up on your stories <laughs> yes you know the top 20 people that show up on your story are leading you and it's mm. a subconscious thing yeah. you don't you don't even know that they're leading you until you recognize the reality of this yeah. like they are leading you um which they're is influencing you like yeah. decisions what you care about what you don't care about yes so yeah. first of all personally it's recognizing that for yourself but then secondly it's recognizing that you could be one of those 20 people on other people's social media the top yeah. 20 and you have an influence now and like you're leading them you're leading them subconsciously so let's start leading them in the right direction leading them to 
fruitful things, challenging them, encouraging them, uplifting them, it has a huge impact. Yeah, and we we wanted to to title this episode for the girl who wants influence because we truly believe that that all of us have it. We all have influence in every area of our life. And I think like even honestly saying some of these things here at the end has felt like weird coming out of my mouth because I'm not sure I'm like quite fully there. I'm not sure that like I always get this right, but I know for me like I think it all comes back to like my heartbeat behind it and I constantly want a heartbeat that like beats in line with God's heart. And so the things that matter to me most, I hope are the things that matter to God most. And so the things that I'm going to be influencing people in are going to be those things. It's going to be that mirror of God's heartbeat. And so for me, like if I'm waking up every morning and I'm like going and filling myself up with like God's word and I'm going and I'm filling myself up, I'm plugging my heart into his each and every morning, then the way that I influence people will be influencing people back towards Jesus. Um, But on days where I'm not doing that, where honestly I wake up in the morning and the first thing that I do is like watch a YouTube video that, you know, Mm -hmm. isn't connected with Jesus. Or the first thing I do when I wake up in the morning is like go to the gym because I ate so much the night before and I felt insecure about my body. Then like, honestly, I have to be truthful with myself of how am I influencing people? How am I using my influence in maybe not the best way that day? And so I think every day it's just like going back to the heart of God. Like if you are honoring Jesus, if you are truly seeking Jesus, then the way that you use your social media will be really fruitful and honoring to him. Mm -hmm. Um, And so we don't have to worry so much about always getting this right and always getting this wrong. Cause I know me, I'm like, Oh, I don't want to screw this up. I don't want to mess this up. But I think like, I can't sit there and like live by this rule book. I've got to go back to the heart of God. And if I go back to the heart of God each and every day, then I'm going to be compelled um, and I'm going to be challenged and I'm going to be convicted to use my influence, to use my social media, to use every moment that I have throughout my day, like for his kingdom and for his glory. Um, And I think that that's all that matters at the end of the day when it comes to comes to this topic. Yes. Definitely, definitely. When you were talking about um, instead of picking up your computer and watching Netflix, like actually talking to the Lord, I just think that's so true. I think like if you hear one thing today too, it's like God is trying to tell you don't pick up the phone before you do it. So just hear us now trying to hear from the Lord. (laughs) Don't pick up your phone. Talk to Jesus first. It's called discipline. Like just start practicing discipline in your life when it comes to your phone, when it comes to your computer, like talk to him first before you do. It'll be a hundred percent worth it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm so pumped to see just like the thing is that I love it. We are influencing like the people that are coming beyond behind us. Like that is cool. And that's powerful. And like, I want all of us to step into that. Like, I hope this isn't a message that like, only convicts you. I hope this is a message that excites you. you. Yeah. Empowers you. Like, gosh, like what you talked about, like it could literally change the generations behind us. And I'm so excited about that. Like I hope that one day we're all like encouraging our kids to get on social media because we're like, social media is full of Jesus. Go get on it. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. You know, like, wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. Um, And so that's like my prayer. And um, we love you guys so much. Thanks for letting us just share our hearts with you guys. It's always so fun. And we cannot wait to chat with you next week. Bye. 
OMG, we are already back in school. How did that happen so quickly? I don't know. It's crazy. Have you made your staples run yet? For sure. All my pink folders and cute pens. <laughs> Speaking of back to school supplies, have you seen the new Delight merch? So good. Oh my the goodness. Pink. I have been living in that new gray sweatshirt. I mean, I put it on religiously. It's so comfy. Oversized sweatshirts are just the best. Everybody needs about 10 in their life. Seriously, if you haven't picked up your Delight merch for the semester yet, head to our website right now delightministries.com and use the code for the girl for 10% off your next order more importantly now that you're back at school you have to know about delight chapters that's the main thing we do here at delight is we have communities of women that meet on a weekly basis and there might be a chapter at your campus so look on our website you'll be able to find all the chapters there and yeah I hope you join one you should have like yesterday it's the best thing ever it's going to change your life seriously amazing community and if you don't have a delight chapter on your campus we'd love for you to consider bringing delight to your campus you can head to our website for more details on how to start a delight that would be the dream happy back to school everybody study hard